Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Lady Mays, and I'm joined by Virginia Stanley and our newest of the team. Essie, you want to say hi? Hi, I'm Essie Ramirez. Excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, first time on the podcast. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Essie. Thank you. So we're back with our monthly episode where we tell you who was selected for the library reads list. And we're moving on to November. And we have a pretty exciting list for you. Before we go into it, Virginia, do you want to tell them about library reads? I sure will. So, as you all know, I hope you know, uh, library reads is a list that comes out every month, and it is reflective of 10 titles that are voted on by librarians across the country. So, all of the books for November are coming out in the month of November. So, for one of your books to be on the this list of 10 is pretty amazing because so many books are published every month. And uh, so it's uh, it's pretty wonderful. It's a huge celebration when we get the news when we've uh, had a book or two or three that's made the list. Um, there's a um, number one book. And then from two to 10, they are in no order. It's just that they've made the list, which is an honor enough. Um, if an author has made this list more than twice, then they are no longer eligible for the actual list of 10 because they like to keep that list fresh with new authors and new opportunities. Um, but therefore, these authors are forever eligible for the Hall of Fame list. So um, and it's got a really cool website, too, you know, because you can go there and you can check out everybody that's been on the list. It's all archived, but also the Hall of Famers. And then you get to click on it to see which book put them into the Hall of Fame, get information about all the titles. It's a very, very cool, comprehensive site. So if you have time, you check it out. It's a great reader's advisory tool, too. Yeah. That's pretty much it for library reads. A really yeah. cool endeavor. It's really cool when I go into a library and I see the printed list, like handed out to people or available as like a take home thing. I don't mm -hmm. know. So it's kind of fun to see. It's really a great tool to, you know, sort of raise awareness you may not know about these things, that these titles. And so this is just a really, really great way to sort of spread the word. Um, yeah. So there we go. And now we're about to announce the uh, 10 titles that made the November Library Reads list. So, Lainey, what do you have for us? Oh, without further ado, our November Library Reads winners, number one pick, second month in a row for HarperCollins, subtle brag. <laughs> Uh, number one pick is All Her Little Secrets by Wanda M. Morris. So also making the top 10 list is The Donut Trap by Julie Tiu. Woohoo! Yeah, love it. Woo! 
Uh, and The Sentence by Louise Erdrich. Yay! And then we have a Hall of Fame author. We have These Precious Days by Anne Patchett. Yay! Oh, so great. Such great books. Oh my God, such great books. Embarrassment of Riches again this month. We were so excited for all of these authors. Um, but maybe we should hear from them themselves. We have audio clips. This is my favorite part of the podcast. We get so to, cool. Yeah, we get to hear from them. So we did something special, actually, because Virginia and I, and Essie's knew the team, but we all love All Her Little Secrets by Wanda and Morris. This has been a book very near and dear to my heart. And I know everyone at HarperCollins loves it so much. It was our lead read of the season. And we just couldn't help ourselves. We had to call Wanda because we wanted to hear her reaction in real time. So we will play a clip for that and give you the link for the rest of that video. Cause we also brought her daughter who works in publishing in at the end and we'll let you go listen to it on your own. But let's hear her reaction to making the, the top 10 list and being number one at that. Hi everyone. I'm Virginia Stanley from HarperCollins library marketing team joined by my esteemed colleague, Lainey Mays. Hello. Hey, hey Lainey Mays joining us today is the one and only the wonderful author, Wanda Morris, whose book, All Her Little Secrets, which is coming out next month, November 2nd, has readers flipping the pages and everyone who's read it has loved it. I'm sure you've all seen the raves by authors such as Karen Slaughter, Lori Rader Day, Hank Philippi Ryan. The list goes on and on. Uh, everyone who's read it says the same thing. We all agree. It is an absolute page turner. And boy, does this book deliver on every level. Wanda, congratulations on this fabulous book. We are so happy for you and proud to be publishing it. And we know that librarians have already read it and they've just told us how much they love it as well. And all of you, the things that you've done for us for, uh, for our, all of our library marketing efforts, appearing on ALA and, and a, a Day of Dialogue with Library Journal and on and on. And you've just been wonderful and we're just, so happy for you. For the handful of people out there who have not yet read All Her Little Secrets, would you please tell them a sentence or three about it and why they should read it, love it, and vote for Library Reads? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Lainey and Virginia. All Her Little Secrets is the story of a Black female lawyer who gets caught in the crosshairs of a dangerous conspiracy after she discovers her boss dead and walks away without calling the authorities. It is what I hope a delicious page turner that will keep your readers flipping the pages well into the middle of the night. I hope you get an opportunity to read it and I hope you love it. Um, so Wanda, with all that being said about library reads, we may have some more information for you we might have just received an email that says you've not only been selected, but you're the top number one pick for November. Wait, what? Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> you are freaking kidding me! What? <laughs> I'm sorry we had to, to be a little secretive, but what is happening? What is happening? 
Did we surprise you? <laughs> I'm going to get both of you when I come to New York. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you freaking kidding me? We are not. You are the number one selection for the November Library Reads list. Juan Damaris, we bow to you. We thank you. We congratulate you. We are so happy for you. I can't tell you. We jumped up and down. We emailed. We were calling. But we got the news yesterday. We were like, get her on the phone right now. We have to tell her. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I am such a baby. <laughs> Don't be silly. We're thrilled for you. We're all crying happy tears now. I know. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, you got me good. You got me good. Uh, we, I love it. Wait we've been. Are you Stanley? <laughs> Sorry to have to spring up, but we just wanted your reaction because we love this book so much. And we've worked so hard to get the word out because it is, you know, we can tell people it's a great book all day long, but they've got to read it and love it and vote. No one's no one's making them vote for books you know there's a lot of books that come out in november and they voted at the top pick that's how much they love this book and we crazy that is crazy 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 stuff that is and it's so funny because we were just talking i was just saying at the top that i got so much rejection and people are kind of like oh just put that book away write the next one people's first book never get published so it'll be okay just write the next one and i just kept saying there's something about this story there's something in this story and maybe because so much of it came from the heart you know like sometimes when you go through some stuff to actually work it out on paper it comes through you know I'm writing about fictional characters, but we okay. So great, ladies! Thanks a lot. Now <laughs> I went and put on eye makeup. It's awesome. Get down the front of my face. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Thank you guys so much. I know how hard you work. I know, I know, I know how hard you work. And believe me, I appreciate it so much not a minute of it do I take for granted. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. It gets me every time. It brought me to tears. Yeah, and that's so not funny. all. That's There's more to that clip, so please go to listen to the rest. It That was a special one. So glad we got to do it in person. Yeah, that was amazing. God. God, that was good. It's just so, it's so raw. You know? Especially mm. you're talking about how it was rejected so much at first. Like that's, that's inspiring. Isn't it? Yeah, that was, I think that's the part that got me the most, you know, when she was talking about how they just kept telling her to put it away. And she just kept saying, I know there's something here. God. Yeah. Yeah. She's something else. Wow. Oh, well, well, that that was a special one. And we um, have more audios, so it doesn't stop there. We have an audio from Julie about the donut trap. Let me pull it up. 
This is Julie Tew, and I'm honored that The Donut Trap is one of Library Read's top 10 picks. It means so much to me because growing up with limited resources, libraries were my main gateway to books. And I remember longing to read a book that represented a similar experience to mine as an ethnically Chinese person with refugee parents. My debut, The Donut Trap, incorporates some of the feelings and experiences I had when I worked in my family's donut shop. It follows 22-year-old Jasmine who finds herself in a rut when she moves back home after college. Her parents have plenty of opinions about her unemployed and single status. And when she inadvertently reunites with Alex, a former crush, just as the donut shop needs her more than ever, Jasmine has to balance her own desires with her family obligations and expectations. It explores coming of age, diaspora feelings, and all kinds of love, platonic, familial, and romantic. I'm so excited that it will soon be in the hands of readers, and I hope that they find it funny, relatable, and sweet. Thank you, librarians, for supporting my book and all that you do for your community. Very sweet. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally, very sweet. Yeah. Love it. Oh. Um, and next, we have an audio from Louise Erdrich. Very exciting. Her Previous book, Future Home of the Living God, made the Library Reads list in November of 2017. This is her second book to make the list, and it is the sentence. So let's hear from Louise Erdrich. Hello, Anin Uju. This is Louise Erdrich, and I'd like to thank you all for making the sentence a top 10 pick of Library Reads for November. I'm very honored. I'd like to quote a manager at our store, Birch Bark Books, here in Minneapolis. Her name is Nadine Teisberg, and she is a Master of Library and Information Science at St. Kate's in St. Paul. When I asked Nadine why she wanted to become a librarian, she said this, I realize that all I want to do is be around books all day long and make sure Others have that access. Access to information is a human right, and all libraries do is ensure that access. Libraries are one of the last places that are truly free and open to all. We need those community spaces now more than ever. I love what she said. When I was a child growing up in Wabaton, North Dakota, I spent a lot of time at our public library. I went through all the Bobsy Twins and the Hardy Boys and every um, book about fairies and every book about adventure, all that I could find on the children's side. Then I went over to the grown-up section and chose White Fang by Jack London. The librarian didn't let me check it out that time. But I went home and talked to my mother, and I want to thank my mother, Rita Gorno Erdrich, for having written a note that said to the librarian that I could check out any book in the whole library that I wanted. What a feeling of freedom and joy that gave me. So I'd like to thank Nadine Teisberg and all of you librarians everyone who is devoted to providing access to books to all people 
in this world. Thank you very much. Hmm. That's pretty beautiful. Yep. Yep. I think I could listen to her read something all day. It's beautiful. I know. I know. She's really wonderful. She, I, she's just so eloquent, you know, whether she's writing it or speaking it, she's just so poised and, and pointed and, and, um, you know, just hits the mark. She did a great video once of her old library. She actually videotaped herself walking into this library that she used to go to all the time when she was a kid um, and as an adult. And um, it's pretty neat. I, we, we showed it at the Carnegie Awards one year. It was really mm-hmm. fun. Huge supporter of libraries. Oh. Wow. Well, moving on to our Hall of Fame author this round, it's Ann Patchett. She previously had The Dutch House in September of 2019 and then Commonwealth September of 2016. So this is the third book. And it is These Precious Days, a book of essays. We had her on Door to Door. That was amazing. Please go check that out. And we'll link to it in the notes. And uh, we have a a note from Anne. Hello, dear librarians. It's Anne Patchett from Nashville, Tennessee. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for putting me in your Hall of Fame. I keep thinking, I hope there's a little sofa there where I can curl up and take a nap. It, it seems so important and at the same time kind of austere and grand. Uh, I've been put there in the Hall of Fame for my book, These Precious Days, which is an essay collection. And it's just about all the things that were going on inside my house where we were locked down during the pandemic and the things that I was doing, like cleaning out the entire house, um, living with my friend Sookie, who had come to Nashville to have a treatment for cancer, and then she got stuck with us because of the pandemic and couldn't go home. It's about book selling. I'm the co-owner of Parnassus Books, which makes me sort of an honorary librarian. And my love of Snoopy, and my childhood best friend Tavia, and my love of Kate DiCamello, and my love of Eudora Welty, all sorts of different things. That's what's so nice about an essay collection. It can be just a little bit of everything. And I couldn't imagine writing fiction during the pandemic, so the book was a huge comfort for me. I'm going to tell you my favorite library memory I went to a Catholic school for 12 years in Nashville when I was growing up, and um, Sister Bernadette ran the library, and she would never let me check out anything. I was a very, very small person. I'm I'm actually quite a mid-sized person now. I'm 5'7", but I didn't grow until after I graduated from high school, and I mean that in so many different ways. So no matter what book I brought to her, she would say that I was too young and I couldn't read it. And because of that, I started reading poetry. I just checked out poetry all the time. And that's why I think that a librarian, even a Catholic non-librarian, probably did more than anyone else to make me the writer that I am. Thank you. I hope you are all safe and well and buried in books, our happiest place.
What a lovely person. That was so nice. Oh my God. She's amazing. She really is. And that book is so good. At the core of this book is um, this relationship that she forms with this woman, Sookie, who actually worked for Tom Hanks. Um, and uh, Tom Hanks, um, had they had blurred each other's books or um, he he had read her book for, for a, a audiobook. And so they got to become friendly, she and Ann and Sookie. And, um, and then as she said, she is diagnosed with cancer and uh, Ann has a lot of connections. Her husband's a doctor and she ends up getting her down in Nashville to be seen by specialists who might be able to help her. And then because of the pandemic, she ends up living with them. And it's amazing. So there's that whole story, but then there's also these just, you know, these wonderful essays that she's written about all different facets of her life. And you learn a lot about Ann Patchett. That makes you want to go back and then read or reread everything that she's written because it's just, I don't know, it's kind of cool to know all these things about her and then kind of colors her books. The amount of tabs that I had where I marked just beautiful sentences that she wrote. They was a really beautiful essay collection. Yeah, me too. It's, I don't want to get rid of it, even though it's a galley. I'm just going to keep it forever. Yeah. One day we'll see her in person again. She, she was the last author that we saw. Remember? PLA yeah. in Nashville. The Public Library Association, February 2020. Yeah. And she came and she spoke and she and Kevin Wilson talked. And she signed a ton of books and then she left and we haven't seen uh, an author in person since. Mm-mm. It's wild. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Happy note. They're all on this list. I mean, my goodness, three on the list, one in the hall of fame. One is the number one. It's a debut. We love it. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier. All these authors are so yeah. cool. So great as people. And then as writers, they're off the charts. So yeah. and to get yeah. audio from these like powerhouse authors, like, they were so excited to talk to librarians. I, I love it. Also, I find it funny that both of them had stories about librarians and checking out the books they wanted, but uh, how that shaped their reading habits. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that. Yeah, you can find out more about Library Reads at librarreads.org. And other than that, we'll hopefully see you next month for some more audios. Fingers crossed. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye, Essie. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.